it did not come with a gas mask. Um, we just we narrowly just missed being the second episode recorded with a um, David Bowie song playing in the background because changes just ended. Um, this uh, is for the love of film podcast. Uh, uh, food and flicks, flicks and food, flicks and food. food uh, yeah. The third episode. Um, we, what's the name of this place? This is just the tavern. Barley, the Barley Tavern. Not to be confused. The Barley House Tavern. Barley House Tavern in Concord, New Hampshire, the capital city of New Hampshire. I just ran into, as I was reading the menu, uh, Dave Smith was uh, lustily rubbing his, his hairy belly. Uh, he, he was a surprise guest. It was funny. I, um, a couple days ago, I had to... I didn't have to. I, I was picking up a Chewbacca action figure that a friend had grabbed the, for me. The, the Target the exclusive. exclusive. And uh, we went to Earth Eagle Brewing, yep. which I had never been before. Uh, I've heard of it just um, recently. But. And a bunch of people were like, you, you haven't been there before? I'm like, no, but I don't drink beer, so why yeah. would I? Like, I mean, I was vaguely aware of it, and it's right behind Grim North Tattoo, which I know the yep. proprietor of that, but... The bartender is a friend of mine. Um, that's a shocker. Yeah, but that's what that's what my friend Matt and his girlfriend Nikki, who had gotten me the Chewbacca, said. They're like, "What a surprise! You know someone in a place that we're in." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is is this house made? This one is. What about this one? That's Heinz. Thank this you. Is you can pull. Feel free to use it on the table. Okay. Thank you. So we're sitting in like there's like this three table alcove alcove at the entrance that, that so we got served by the bartender but we had to go up there to order like I, I feel like we're probably a minor pain in the ass right now but I, I'm fine with it yeah I, I don't really care yeah because I don't care about other people's feelings but that's uh that's fine yeah that's fine um so we just saw film stars don't die in Liverpool correct yeah. Which is an accurate, if somewhat clunky, title for a movie. So I was really towards the end. I was like, she she has something to say, and I'm like, please don't say the title of That's the movie. That's what I thought it was going to be. And I was like, I won't spoil it, but um, yeah, it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was much better than I expected. It was it was good. I wasn't sure what to expect. It was just it's one of those things. So first of all. You probably didn't see Rules Don't Apply. Uh, yes, like, I... The Warren Beatty movie? Yeah, with, where he's um, Howard... Ha- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw Howard it. Hughes, yeah. yeah. Which is funny because I... My, you know, my friend Greg and I saw it on our cinematic adventures, and he was looking forward to that because he's a huge Warren Beatty fan. I mean, I will honestly say, I said it then, and I thought about it a lot in the you know year and a half since. It is one of the worst films I've ever seen. See, I don't think it's that bad. That's I mean, horrible. I do not like it, and it's funny because last week or the week before, I came home. And my girlfriend was watching it upstairs, and I watched. Has she seen it before? No. Good. I was gonna say no. No one should ever repeat yeah, she, that movie. She didn't see it with me, but I walked in. And I took two seconds for it. And I was like, "Oh, is this rules don't apply?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "This is horrible. I can't watch anymore." Yeah. And I just left. Yeah. Uh, that was it was the second film in like two months that I had seen. Was it Aaron Allright, that young Han Solo? Was yeah. In, and because he's terrible on that. And oh, like, he's even worse in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, because he was in uh, 
What was the, the Coen Brothers movie? The Coen Brothers one, and I'm gonna. I can picture everybody, but I can't. It's the musical one. Yeah, uh, where Channing Tatum's a, a sailor dancing in his. He's navy a seaman. Wood. He sure is. <laughs> but so right now I'm listening to the How Did This Get Made podcast, and they're talking about the mu- movie Beautiful Creatures, which I haven't seen. But apparently he's in that, and they're talking about because they keep refer- they only refer to him as Young Han Solo the whole time. But they're like they're talking about how, what a terrible actor he is in this and they're like how did they see this and be like he's got to play Han Solo uh, I think somebody looked at him and like oh he looks like a young Harrison Ford and they were completely wrong I don't think he looks like I mean when they did that mock up of Chris Pratt as Indiana Jones several years yeah. ago like that looked more like you know but yeah. and also I feel like he can pull off the swagger of Han Solo much I mean again we'll know in like three weeks how well he does but he's the part I'm most nervous about for that film but he's gonna make it or break it yeah but going back to that so this movie reminded me a little bit of Rules Don't Apply I mean aside from the obvious fact that Annette Bening was in that as well yeah um but uh, we talked about it when the credits were rolling because there's, you know, it's it's shot mostly on sound stages, which you know was was happened all the time way back in the day. It doesn't happen that much anymore. So it made sense if they were trying to recreate the movie she was in, right? But it completely takes me out of a movie now. It does. The, um, the car one is the worst one. Yeah, there's, so there's a scene where they're where they're driving and. Uh, the scene in the background is basically projected so somebody literally has to rock the car back and forth right. but they don't do it like it's actually in a car and you can definitely tell it's nowadays it's green screen before it used to be projected on yeah. the back and there's that scene there's also a scene on the beach where it's done the same way Right. you can definitely tell there's a scene in New York that's done the same and way and the scene in New York I almost feel like I don't know if it was CG or if it was an actual it, it, like the way they do it in plays where they actually print out a huge like because it looked flat it yeah. looked like they were just acting against a flat backdrop all of all the time that I noticed it they all looked flat Yeah. so I don't know if it's digital or if they actually painted them or if they just did it digitally to look that way to look that way I would I mean I don't know which one would have been cheaper. That's the thing. I couldn't tell if it was an effect they were actually going for because there's this weird thing in the movie where there's these transitions from 1979 to 1981 and back and forth, which was, I mean, it certainly took me out of the movie, but I enjoyed how they did it where he would like walk through yeah. the door and then be in another room. The first um, two worked really well. Yeah. And then after that, they're like, Ah, we give up. Yeah, um, but it was uh, it, it was sort of an effect that you see on stage a lot. Yeah, um, and it, it was interesting. I mean, because it kind of like threw you back. Like uh, I don't know. I guess my because I didn't. I knew nothing about Gloria Graham before we saw this. Um, I I knew the name. Yeah, that that's all I really knew. Yeah. Um, and you know, the movie ended uh, with her acceptance, her, her very brief acceptance of the. Academy Award. I think she just said thank you. And then, yeah. yeah. She said, I don't even think she stopped. She like yeah, picked she, up it, said just thank you. Drive by, yeah. like walk by. Um, and, uh, but it's interesting because, you know, a year and a half ago, Annette Ben, did you see 20th Century Women? So, yeah, I, I love that. And That's an amazing film. Going forward, anything she does for me is going to be measured against that right. film. And I kind of felt like 
I, I don't want to say she phoned this one in, but the, the, that was such a powerhouse performance for her. And I don't know how much of that was accurate to how Gloria Grant right. her because I mean it was she has an affectation to her and the I mean, voice, the voice that comes me. and goes. But I think, but I, I think she was trying to aim how Gloria Grant talked. So, and I think that's the thing with Marilyn Monroe. Okay. I think it's something that. That just happened. Yeah, it's a put upon. Yeah, um, that they do it and then they can stop it. Yep. I was uh, one of the things I I noted. So with 20th Century Women, it's very natural performance. Right. This one, you could definitely tell right. she was working at it. But yeah. it is it is different when you do an actual person. Yeah. So um, I was I was pleasantly surprised and impressed with Jamie Bell's performance in this. Uh, it was a very strong performance from him. Yeah. He, he's a solid actor, but he's never someone that I was like, ah, oh, he was... So I can't... I, I remember King Kong, yeah. and I remember Billy Elliot. And um, then... There's, but I was I was going to pull it up before we got over it. It's funny, because when the movie started, I was like, man, he was great as Spider-Man. And I was like, that's Andrew Garfield. Like, doesn't, you know... No, he looks... So I was going to bring that up, too. Like, I can't he's look at... the same physicality no. as Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. So every time I looked at Jamie Bell, I was like, he could be Tom Holland's brother. What really freaks me out is... He looks a lot like uh, Caleb Schofield, who just passed away a little while oh, ago. Really? He was a bass player from Cave, and it was freaking me out. Particularly when it was in Shadows, because they have the exact same, I mean, the haircut, but the exact same shaped head, too. So it was just, I mean, Caleb's not British, but uh, it was so weird. Um, there was a movie that he was in uh, years ago, and it's driving me nuts, and I meant to pull it up. The Fantastic Four? Yeah. Yeah, didn't he play? He played Ben Grimm, didn't he? Yeah. So I just pulled it up. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I don't Fantastic know anyone who has. He did a movie years ago. Um, well, I forget he was in Snowpiercer. I don't know. He must have. He was like one of the thief kids or something yeah. like that. He was. All, it's right because he's. This is one of the first times where he played someone that wasn't like a child or a young. Tw- I mean, he actually played someone his actual age. I mean, he's in his late twenties, but he looks like he's like 22, 23. Now he was in a movie that was just him and two other actors, and it's basically they're locked up in a in a house that um, supposedly you know the world is coming to an end outside. And it was really good. I mean, he's really sinister in it, but I don't remember the name of it now. And, I, is it six it? days? Who's who else is in that? Uh, let's see, Mark Strong. No, that's not no. going to be it because that's more than. No, it's literally like there's two other actors in. The oh, movie. so he's been in Turn. The um, that's a it's a Washington spy. Movie. Hey, Jonah. Hey. Uh, that one's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's pretty quick. Yeah, that thing is ridiculous. Yeah, so I got the, um, what the hell is it called? That's why I kept the menu. Yeah, it's the top one. But my burger has... Dublin burger. Yeah, the Dublin burger. So it's got whiskey gravy, blue cheese, and fried onions on top. Now, the burger itself looks smaller. It looks like it was probably a six-ounce burger. Yours actually looks smaller than mine. I get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's about six. I'd say it's about six. And you got the house burger. Yeah, the house burger. So it's basically just lettuce and tomato. No cheese? 
No cheese. No. Did you ask for cheese? No, because I just asked for the house burger, and I'm not going to add anything on. All right. So. Is that your default if they offer a house burger? Well, I just go for the the plain the one. Most basic. So I gotta say, the bun already is good. The smell is pretty amazing. Scott just. I just don't write it. I yeah. care. That wispy gravy? Yeah. Fucking excellent. Get some of your fries in that. So these, it is, it's cooked really well. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised because when it got here this fast, I was like, oh, is it going to be overdone? That is amazing. Yeah. That's like, it. I taste more Guinness in that than mm-hmm. I do whiskey. Yeah. But that's like an Irish gravy. Yeah. That yeah, is really, really good. good. It's, it's nice and thick. Um, I mean, it took a bite and a whole bunch of it just slopped out onto the plate. <laughs> but uh, I mean, not, not a keeping helping with fries, but that's fine. I mean, it's a reasonable amount. Yeah, it's an it isn't the annoying bucket yeah. thing. Um, yeah, the burger really it's well a, cooked. It's a little dry. It is well cooked. The taste is really good. It definitely has that charred flavor yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, good sturdy bun. They're grilled, mm-hmm. which normally I don't like, but it's it's good at it's keeping it from turning soggy. Yeah, it adds texture. No, this is this is definitely really good. I mean, mine is definitely bare bones, and I'm gonna add ketchup here in a minute just because mm-hmm. I'm missing. It does have tomato on it, but it's missing a little bit of the acidity from the ketchup. Right, and I tell you, that whiskey gravy. <laughs> That's something special. And I know a couple episodes back I said, you know, I don't really care about the sauces per se. That's not to say I don't like them, but the burger has to be good. But They should do a poutine with that gravy. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I, I, I wonder if they do. But, yeah, that... They might have been a pretty extensive side. Yep. This. And unlike the first burger that I had two episodes ago, the... Crispy onions really add something to it. Do they? What's the cheese on that? Blue cheese. Ugh. It's a creamy blue cheese, though. I, I'm not a fan of blue cheese on um, burgers. I wasn't for a long time. Yeah. Um, I don't remember when it was, but I had a black and blue burger. Yep. Um, that really kind of won me over to it. I mean, the only cheese that I know of that I really don't like is Swiss cheese, and I've even even revisited it recently because I've had such a strong feeling on Swiss cheese, and I was like, "How do you have a strong?" It's so it's such a like to me, it's a really mild. It's, like it's mild, but it has a like it has a real earwax aftertaste to it that grosses me out. How much earwax are you eating? More, <laughs> more than I should. <laughs> That's all I heard from mm-hmm. there. Yeah. All right, so. They, when he, I think he, we were recording when he dropped off the ketchup. Yeah. He dropped off two ketchups. There was a house-made ketchup, and then uh, yeah. the, they were smart. They have Heinz, although they put it in their own bottle, which is curious. Uh, that's fine. It, this is for ease of use, so they mm. can throw this in the dishwasher and yeah. reuse it. That's probably more sanitary than the glass bottles that they refill every night. Possibly. Yeah. I will say, as a dishwasher, cleaning out these goddamn squeeze bottles is is like the biggest nightmare of the whole dishwashing thing. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Jamie Bell. Yeah, um, Jamie Bell. So I don't remember what movie it was that. So I mean, but uh, that sounds interesting, but I don't. I don't know. 
I'll have to look it up afterwards. Um, we were definitely the youngest people in the audience by at least 20 years. Um, yeah. Some would say more. Uh, 50s? 50s to 60s, I, I think. I don't remember seeing anyone that I would have They were right behind you. So, But everybody else was definitely older. Nana McWetseat, who sat next to me. Uh, I don't think she... I don't know if she was, like, understanding what was going on. Well, or so, or like, she just didn't care about her Before the movie started, I accidentally spilled my bottle of water. Like, I didn't put the cap on tight enough, and it spilled on the... That, that ketchup looks real chunky. It looks like salsa. Yeah, this is... Is it the Chipotle ketchup? Yeah, this is not ketchup. Is it good, though? No. Uh, yeah, Bob's making a horrified face. And it's also not Chipotle. Yeah. Um... So I spilled a little bit of water on the seat, and they were, you know, it's a plush seat. It's it's not a recline. It's not a it's not a fold up seat like a lot of theaters. It's just these little. It's almost like a like an office chair kind of. It's more like a lobby chair, mm-hmm. like a, a chair you would wait in in a lobby kind of thing with a little table. Yeah, the ones in the back are the same thing that didn't have a table. Um, but basically, that theater is. It's not technically a theater because it's projected. Yeah, it's a little screening room. Uh, and so Bob and I were sitting in front, and this couple showed up, sat right down, tried to sit down next to me. I clearly unloaded a bunch. Like, could you tell I was annoyed with her? Yes. Because I was like, because, I mean, there weren't a ton of seats, but there were easily, like. I think she would have sat in your stuff if you had. Yeah, I was like, let me get this out of the way. And she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, just so you know. There's some water on there, and she took a napkin down and like wiped it down. Oh, did she? But I didn't see that. During the movie, she turned to her husband or you know whoever she's banging today, and she's like, "This seat's really wet." It's like, yeah, there's like a quarter of a bottle of water in it. Well, I also tried to explain that those seats are on wheels, yeah. So she could have kind of swapped it out, but her ass was already in that seat at that point. She could have also not sat near me and sat in one of the empty ones. I don't know. that. When a movie's sold out or almost sold out, I have no problem with that. But also, you and I, like, have the look of, I'm not going to sit by that guy. Yeah, we're not very approachable, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny, because I had that conversation today, is uh, my my girlfriend's ex always got, uh, he, uh, People would ask him if he was a cop just because of his stature. I'm like, I will never get that. Yeah. Yeah. People always ask me where they can buy weed when they see me. So I was like, I don't, you're asking the wrong person. But um, you just need to send them to like a grocery store or something. Yeah. But about 40 times during this movie, whenever there was like a poignant, like, did she gasp? She goes, <sighs> like, went like, uh, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that bygone era. Um, and then, the, so there was a scene where Jamie Bell and Annette Benning are lying in bed where her the sheet comes down and you can see, this is the first time you get an indication that she has breast cancer. I don't care. I'll get their horrible kid next to me. I'll talk about whatever the hell I want. Um, but, so you see that she's topless and she has a scar. But as soon as the sheet comes down, the lady next to me goes, goodness. I was like, yep. Well, there was a scene earlier there. It wasn't quite as graphic, but it was like 
I think it was edited a little differently. Right. But you could definitely tell it was gonna. Well, they were having sex, coming. but yeah. I think it was. I think it was just more the fact that it was Annette Bening, who's in her late sixties, I think. Yeah. Topless on screen. I mean, I could say pretty definitively that's probably the oldest nipple I've ever seen. Now. Uh, Kathy Bates in uh, Schmidt. Uh, Hello Schmidt or about Schmidt. About the Schmidt. thing is, I never saw it. Oh, uh, I think those are the oldest ones I've seen. Yeah, I don't think Annette. I don't think Kathy Bates is older than that. Just thinking age-wise, because that came out. It's got to be ten years now. So at the time, you're you're probably correct. Mm. Yeah, you were speaking highway miles. I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, Annette Benning looks amazing for her age. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. I actually think they kind of aged her up to look older because um, she looked she looked really good in Twentieth Century Woman. Yeah, I think here they didn't hide anything. I don't know if it was the makeup. Yeah, definitely the neck. You definitely see it, but most of the time you don't see it in those shots. I know the woman that's walking across the street in the sunglasses. Is she coming this way? I hope not, but. Uh, um, that ketchup, or whatever they, whatever they're, the farce they're calling it. Yeah, that is not good. It yeah, reminds me Yeah, of, you're still eating it. Because, like, I'm fascinated of how bad it is, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to, like, place it. I think it reminds me of tomatoes before you start cooking them for tomato sauce. All right, I'm going to have to try this, see what he's talking about. It definitely comes out like, like watered-down salsa. Yeah. Um, it doesn't taste like salsa. It's definitely like garlic and it's actually tough to get on the fries because it yeah. It's kind of like poking a wound where you <laughs> see. So Scott has now dipped it like three or four I'm times. I'm not getting much of a flavor off of it at all, actually. I get tomato. Yeah, it's honestly it tastes like Chef Boyardee pasta sauce if you Maybe mix that's it with what water. It is. Yeah. It's not great. No. Your sauce is definitely way yeah. better, but that's not a whiskey, sauce on my burger. Yeah. Whiskey gravy, great. Chipotle ketchup, not so much. So I gotta say, I'm almost done with my burger as you are. The bun is actually held up very really well. well. Yeah. yeah, it would definitely. So they have a burger here. I don't know what the name of it is, but it has a potato cake. A fried egg. It was the hangover burger. The hangover yeah. burger. Fried egg, cheese, and some other monstrosity. And it's a lot to put on yeah. a burger. Yeah. But as I told Scott earlier, I, I will be back and I will eat that yeah. thing. And my kind of feeling about the atmosphere here is like it wasn't super awesome that we had to order from the bar, but we're also like we're the only reason we're eating here is to record because it's pretty noisy in there like we i would normally sit right right in you know the tables or even at the bar the bar is pretty nice um yeah i'll definitely come back for this burger yeah Uh, i think so far this is probably my favorite burger i think i'd give it about an eight i'd say it's just about as good as the uh the Lowell Burger Company burger. Um, I think this one's... Maybe a little better. Maybe the sauce was a little bit better. I like the char on this. Yeah. Maybe if it was a little juicier. Yep. So maybe it is more of like a... I think we've... I've rated everything a seven so far, which is just annoying. Just to I would give it. this... I, my burger, yeah. I'd give it an eight. Yeah. 
it's right around like seven to eight. I think if I had more accoutrements on it, maybe. Mm-hmm. But as a basic burger, it was definitely good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, my burger is all done now. I'm just I'm gonna dive into this pickle. Yeah, there's spear pickles. I'm gonna try it again, but I wasn't a fan. Yep. Yeah. Doing nothing for me. That's what that particular flavor is what turned me off pickles years ago. Yeah, that's the. It's just it's from like a jar. Yeah, this is a. It's not even Vlasic because Vlasic has the crunch. Like these are just. Yeah, it's it's pretty limp. It's your yeah. basic pickle uh, that your nana has in her fridge. Uh, and I don't understand why. I mean, restaurants that do stuff like this don't just make. I mean, like the restaurant I work at, and this is by no means a plug because I'm not a huge fan of their food. I mean, I don't dislike it, but it's yeah. not nothing to write home about. But we make our own pickles there. Yep. Uh, it's pretty easy process, and you probably. Easy. We make a huge vat. Yeah. And it's for like three days. But. Yeah. And then once it gets low, you start another one. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, pickles are really easy to make. Making really good pickles is hard to do. Mm-hmm. But it could be a time constraint. Technically, I guess these could be house-made pickles. I don't think they are, though. No. They're too uniformly cut. That's true. Yeah. It's basically just a quarter of a cucumber. Um, there's a place in uh, Tempe, Arizona that's just pickles and pickled items like yeah. pickled pig's feet and, you know. see I, I, I usually keep a can of Jardinier in my fridge and if, I, if I'm hungry I'll have like a couple because it's just a, like a different it's an acid bite so it's different it's different than like being craving sweet yeah. and I also have like uh, green beans and Asparagus, I think I still have some, but that wasn't as good. I would imagine that asparagus probably breaks down pretty quickly. And it's at, it wasn't bad. It's, really? The stems themselves are fine. These had the florets or whatever you call it on top yeah. too. Those were pretty good, hmm. but it was it was definitely soft. Yeah. The fries here are, I mean. They're nothing to write home about, and they're not, not like amazing. They're good. They're they're serviceable fries. They're hand cut. <laughs> I think yeah, we talked about that before. I think almost they're cut in house. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a potato that they slice up. Big deal. You can get that. Like these are still those are still crunchy, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those have been here about five minutes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've definitely had bad bread fries. Yeah. French fries are a lot like pizza in that even when it's pretty bad, it's still enjoy good. it. Yeah. Unless it's like horrible. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I would say uh, film stars don't die in Liverpool. Uh, it's pretty slow moving. Yeah, like the first 45, I think about 45 minutes had a nice clip. Mm-hmm. And then it just dips. And then kind of goes up again for a little bit. And then but it you falls You pretty off. much know how it's going to end 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's nothing surprising. I did like the character that only showed up in the kitchen, which was hilarious. Her son? Yeah. Yeah. Which I was trying to play. He looked familiar to me, but then he's, when I saw his name. He's done a ton of British stuff. Yeah. And I couldn't. Uh, he was in um, Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrels. No, that's Stephen. Stephen Graham. Oh, that's who you're talking about. I thought you were talking yeah. about her son who showed up in the last, like, two No, seasons. no. Yeah, no, I've seen yeah. Stephen Graham and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. With his ridiculous wig in this movie. It could be his real hair. I hope not. 
like a basket of curly fries just dripping off them. I gotta say the the mother, Pete's mother or yeah. Jamie Bell's mother, stole like every scene she was yeah, in. Yeah, she was great. Like I would watch a movie of just her and her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it was. I enjoyed it. Um, I I don't think I'd ever need to watch it again. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly not for every taste. I mean, it's more of an art house. So this seems like a movie that should have come out like November, December. Should have been. Oscar season. Yeah. Like they were trying to get it considered because it's Sony Classic, so they tried doing that. I think something, either test screenings or something just kind of pushed it. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody would have been. I mean, thinking back last year, these performances aren't any better than anybody else's. Right. The cinematography I liked. But the lens flares are ridiculous yeah. in this. I, I mean, I, I leaned over to Bob yeah. at one point and joked. I said, did, did J.J. sure direct this? There's a scene where they're disco dancing and it's just lens flares. Only from one perspective, you know, yeah. obviously where the sun's coming in. They weren't fake. They were real lens flares. You could tell that. Yeah. But after that, it was like every other scene had a lens flare. Yeah. And it, it, it took me out. It almost seemed like two people shot this movie. Oh, yeah. Which is sure. weird. Yeah. Because some of the cinematography and the framing is amazing. Yeah. And then they have really crappy shots. Yeah. I was, uh, it was, it was nice to see Vanessa Redgrave in any movie. Uh, yeah. She only, I was a little disappointed she only had one scene. Um, yeah. You know, she, she plays uh, her mother. Her mother. Um, it's a you know she the interaction with her was great and then the sister kind of ruins it uh, I mean that's what the character yeah did, the character or, is supposed to do that yeah I mean you could tell that just from her demeanor that yeah. she's just gonna ruin yeah she's it. making a sour face the entire yeah. scene so I was like all right this scene's yeah. gonna end with her saying something fucked up yeah uh, yeah I mean honestly I mean it's not really a biopic so much because I don't I don't feel like I know anything. I mean, I knew next to nothing about her when it started. I know yeah. next to nothing about her. I know when she died. Yeah, I know when she died, and I know that she had a, a roughly two-year relationship with a man significantly younger than her. Apparently, not the only relationship. But that's the thing is, like, and he's the one who wrote the book that it's based on. So it is based on a book. So yep. it's because nowhere it's called "Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool," okay. which is a horrible name for a book. Yeah, it's not a good name for a movie. Either. No, they should have called it "Spider-Man Five. <laughs> Or I guess it would be seven. No, because they're not they're not continuations. This one ties them all together nicely. Sure. <laughs> so I think I liked it a little bit more than you. Yeah, I would give it a seven. Actually, I guess I like it the same as you because yeah. that's what I was giving it. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing that I dis. I mean, even the with the like the projection backgrounds and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know if it was them trying to cut corners or if it was an effect they were trying to go for. They can put a... I mean, you shoot photography. You just put a uh, lens... I forget the name of it right now. A lens shade on the front of the camera. They make those for movie cameras as well. Most of those, all you need is a lens shade on the front of that camera and your flares are gone. No, I was no, not the lens flare. They uh, like the fake, ma- fake. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing. Okay. But I don't know if they actually wanted to do that because it felt like an old movie. See, um, to me, it it felt like they were doing that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like to me too. So I didn't but mind it as much. The other thing too is towards the end, I was like, this seems like it was based on a play. Yeah. Kind of just because it definitely has that feel. There's maybe five scenes altogether. I, actually, there's more than that because they have a in, bar in scene. Theaters. Yeah. yeah. 
But this could definitely be a theatric production. Sure. And it almost seems like that. So, And I think, honestly, I think it would carry more weight as a stage production than yeah. as a film because it's a very intimate story. I mean, it's basically... It's like five or six characters, really. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's one of those movies that I would, like, like, I think my mom would enjoy far more than most of, like, my peers. I think somebody that knew who she would, would, was would probably enjoy it right, more. so all the 80-year-olds were watching it with us. Yeah, but I don't think any of them knew who she was either, except, except for the lady next to you. She died 37 years ago. Like, that's insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're gonna be all right. They're letting sun in. Well, well, the sun's going down, so I'm okay with it. It's the last. last no, no, I was gonna say, is that in the? No, no, I no, was no, just, we're just joking. He hates the I, sun. I hate the sun. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at how pale I am. She's know, paler than you too, are. I know. Yeah, but you know. Sorry. No, you're fine. She's she's from a <laughs> where they don't have sun more than 45 minutes a day. Although I left that 37 years ago. <laughs> the, the, the year that Gloria Graham died. We just, we're doing a podcast right now, and we just saw a movie. Oh God, Don't be oh, sorry. No. We, 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 we do we this all the time. People yeah. talk it's on guest us, so. stars. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Now I'm like behind you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's so we, we go see a movie. I feel for that guy. He to see my ass the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we go see a movie, and then we get a burger somewhere and oh. talk about the movie and the burger. Okay. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Is this all right for you? Was it too bright? Are you talking about the Capitol yeah. building? No, if you could move that, that would <laughs> oh, be great. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 this is perfect. I'm just it's a little it. gaudy on the top with the gold and everything. Oh, no, I know. That's yeah. like, what, a million dollar call or something? I don't yeah. know how much it is, but something. You know, so a couple of years ago, I did a trip where I visited all six New England state capitals in one day. Yes. Um, that's the smallest building of all the New England state capitals. Yeah. We're so unassuming here. What's that? We're so unassuming. I thought you were going to do a I thought you were doing a joke. Like, there's really only five New England no. capitals. I thought that was in demand. Like, you're oh, waiting for me to be like... <laughs> no, 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 no. But my favorite one, which is Montpelier, Vermont. Montpelier, Vermont is the smallest capital city in the United States. Oh, and it has the bigger... It, it, it actually has... It's... I don't know if it's the biggest. I actually think Rhode Island has the biggest yeah. capital building. They have know, to make up for so much. for the fact that their state is three city blocks wide. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you. She's like, I'm done talking to you fools. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was in until I started throwing random New England trivia. She's like, huh, that's cool. So that's. I think she's British now. After yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because no. initially you thought Scottish, Irish. Irish. I thought Irish. I probably just said Scottish because she has red hair, but that a lot of Irish people have red hair. She's just a ginger. Yeah. 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 Don't hold that against me. Yeah. So I would give the burger that I had. I would probably give it an eight. Yeah, I would. I think it's definitely it's the best one I've had so far. Although going against what I had said two episodes ago, a big part of it was the sauce. I mean, not a big part of it, but that certainly attitude of yeah. if it didn't have that on there, if it didn't have the blue cheese and the onions, it would be a seven burger, but that took it over the top, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I had all that stuff off my burger, and I, I still didn't end up putting ketchup on it. Yeah. Uh, and it still was an eight. 
Yeah. And where, where the hell are we again? What's the name of the Barley <laughs> Werewolf? The Barley, the Barley House, House Tavern. Tavern uh, purveyor of fine foods, drinks, and fun. Yeah, we're right across the street from the Capitol Building in Concord. Um, you know, decent place. I mean, it's a Saturday afternoon, so it's fairly busy. Um, uh, you know, but again, I would I would recommend this, and yeah. I will be back. Yeah, I'll, I eat here yeah. again. I might, you know, some some fall day I, I might come and sit outside. I just, oh, you won't? No. I, <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> that's like, I can be in the sun for like 10 minutes and I'm like, fuck this shit. I hate it. And that's the thing because I'm, I'm going to a play after this and if I sat in the sun for like 15 minutes I'd be tired. <laughs> you would be to, napping next yeah, I yeah. yeah. I mean, I already took a nap this morning but I, it's funny because Bob texted me and said, hey, I got to the theater. You know, I'd just been walking around. I'd been sleeping in my car for about an hour and a half. Uh, there, so there's like a, there's like it's parallel a parallel to this. There's a parking garage, but underneath is the street. Yeah, the one. Like yeah, the one on so, top. Yeah, is so that I, where you park? I parked on the street, so uh, it's completely shaded. Because um, you don't have to pay the meters. I still haven't figured out how to get up to that part. It looks really confusing. So the way you, because when I did the turnaround, I yeah. went through where you would go in. But there was no one in the gate because oh. it's a very tiny thing. Yeah. Like it looks like stairs from the other it side. It looks, when you drive by, it looks like a walkway yeah, until you see a car coming yeah, down. Yeah, it's not. Um, so that's where I was napping. But uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Any other thoughts for today? This was a better burger than where we were going to go originally. Yeah, yeah there's a place. That. Oh, yeah. We went to the Red River Theater, which is, a, I, I think, a theater that both of us really like. I really, I don't love the theater we were in. We were right. in the Schmidt, I think. Yeah. It's, they have three theaters. The Schmidt is the one that plays the stuff that they don't sell very well. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize that that was a theater until today because I've gone there before for event movies and they serve refreshments there. So I think there's 30 seats in there. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, and but today there was probably 25 of them were probably occupied. Yeah, yeah. but they would never sell out one of their other... They have two no. other theaters yeah. that are identical. That hold probably 100, 100 I think 120. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's 120. But, uh, yeah, uh, we both like the Red River Theater. I think we like it more for the fair that they play than for the actual theater. Yeah, it, you, if you've never if you've never heard of it, it's kind of like the um, music hall, yeah. but they play all they play here is movies. Yeah. So they they don't turn over movies quite as much. It's usually about two to three weeks that a movie plays here. Yeah. And it's a lot of art house film. Usually, if pretty much if anything's up for an Oscar and you haven't heard of it before, chances are it's playing or has played at the Red River Theater. Yeah, and they're really good about bringing stuff in. They do Oscar parties and yeah. stuff like that. They host a film festival. They do the documentary shorts every year. That's yeah. how I usually end up seeing them. But yeah, it's it's great to support. Yeah, I, I don't think they're owned by anybody. I think no, they have a membership program. Yeah, which I, I, I mean, Concord's far enough away that I probably make it here four times a year. But I I work in Concord, and with my schedule shifting, I'll see more movies there. But yeah. they don't like I've already saw another one this this week there. So. Yeah, they'll see me more and more. I usually go there if I'm doing something else in Concord yeah. as well. I'm like, I'll give myself about three extra hours to go see a movie as well. That's the best place to see a movie in Concord. Sure. Although I do like the Regal on the other end. Uh, may, maybe I'm nostalgic because... It's old school. 
it is old school, and that's where we saw Green Room on our cinematic adventure, and then like, then like a month later, uh, Anton Yelchin died. Oh, uh, so, okay. So going to the going to the Regal there, it's like going to the Regal that used to be in Portsmouth. Or the Jerry Lewis. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So you walk in, it still has that smell. It still has those seats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't love it. And I don't... I don't hate it. But yeah. it's like kind of right... I try not to see stuff there. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good one.